It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. With the first three rounds of the 2023 NFL draft in the books, we're offering our favorite selection from every team in the first three rounds today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the draft dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the draft dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code locked on in the game. Joe, happy national day three of the 2023 NFL draft to you. One of my favorite holidays. Right. Middle rounds of the money rounds. There's going to be some good picks that are made here. And there were some good picks that were made yesterday. And our objective here, this is only a 30 minute block before the kickoff of the fourth round, right? We are doing a show. This is actually going to go on the podcast feed, uh, but we're going to do a show, an actual podcast here to kick off day three. And then at the end of each round, we're going to do 30 minutes live on YouTube. So hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You'll, of course, find this on there. Uh, our objective, turbo rounds through the entire league. This is a very ambitious goal for you and I to set for ourselves. We can do be it. completely honest. Yep. We can do it, but it's an extremely ambitious goal. Team by team, all 32 teams declaring our favorite pick through the first two days. Get it, get lit, everybody a little bit of love for the start of day three of the NFL draft in 2023. That's the goal. I'm ready. 
Ready? Yeah. A little drum roll. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you said grrr. You purred. Kyle purred roll. to get us ready here, baby. drum roll. Okay, so we're going to move on from the drum roll. <laughs> We've already burned two and a half minutes here on the show. The Arizona Cardinals. We're going to go alphabetically. All right. Uh, there are four selections to this point. Paris Johnson, junior offensive tackle, defensive end, B.J. Ojolari, cornerback, Garrett Wilson, and Michael Wilson, wide receiver. My favorite picks, B.J. Ojolari, the edge rusher out of LSU. I really love uh, what he can bring to this pass rush. And obviously what Monty Austin Ford has done to help the team now and in the future is really, really impressive overall. But this guy can really be an impact edge rusher for them. I want to selfishly say the tradebacks are my favorite pick, but for congruency's sake, I'll name a pick. And it's getting Paris Johnson Jr., the player that became very readily apparent that they were going to select at number three overall. Uh, kind of building out the offensive line and complimenting Kyler Murray. But getting that player at six and picking up the extra draft capital that they did, I think is a really big win for Arizona. So bravo, bravo for finding a way to not just stick to your board and pick your player at three. You picked your player at six and got extra draft cap along the way. So bravo there. I think that's a job well done. The Atlanta Falcons, only three selections, only three selections, but three really interesting players. Uh, at number eight, B. John Robinson, running back Texas. Matthew Bergeron, offensive lineman at 38, and then at 75, Zach Harrison, defensive end, Ohio State. I like Matthew Bergeron here, the offensive tackle, offensive lineman from Syracuse. I like what Atlanta has done this offseason to improve their defense. Now we get B. John Robinson and Matthew Bergeron to upgrade this offense. They're going to want to run the football. That's what Arthur Smith's known from. Remember Derrick Henry, Tennessee Titans. Now he's got B. John Robinson. They really lean into this offensive line with Bergeron, who I think could start potentially at guard, maybe be a long-term succession plan for Jake Matthews. Good pick. Call me crazy, beginning the best player in the draft at number eight is a really good pick. It's my favorite pick. Sounds easy. Draft good players, right? Yeah. So B. John Robinson is my favorite selection for the Falcons. Positional value be damned. I don't care. I do not care. So I'll, I'll like the Lions class quite a bit too here in just a minute when we get there. The Baltimore Ravens. Two selections. They did not have a second-round pick. Do, do we include Roquan Smith in their draft class? No. No? No. Doesn't count? No, this is, no. Bradley Chubb can't be your pick for, for oh. the Dolphins, all right? We're getting ahead of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would have been Jalen Ramsey. But uh, oh, okay. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College uh, at 22. And then at 86, Trenton Simpson, linebacker, Clemson. We got two choices here. I like Zay Flowers at, at 22. Continuing to add weapons around Lamar Jackson, the criticisms of him not having receivers and having Greg Roman limiting him, they're gone. They're completely gone. We have a new OC and Todd Munkin, and we've got some very uh, quick separation specialists now with Flowers and OBJ to go with the tight ends and, of course, the the hopeful health of Rashad Bateman. So give me Zay Flowers here. I like Flowers too, especially when you put it through the lens of the financial commitment we've now made to Lamar Jackson, $52 million a year for the next five seasons. With that being the case, like you can't put him through the lens that he's been put through the last three seasons of, oh, well, this is what he is. Multiple tight end formations, kind of run the ball, use utilize his superpower as a runner, and take shots down the field. No, if if you're gonna pay him like this, he's gotta be able to do the full menu. And they've started to move in a position to which they're going to allow him to do that more freely without Greg Roman, as you said. So I would agree with you on Zay Flowers for the Ravens. The Buffalo Bills, three picks. I have a feeling I know which pick you're not going to nominate here. We have Dalton Kincaid at 25, tight end Utah. 
Offensive guard Osiris Torrance at 59, and linebacker Dorian Williams from Tulane at 91. I'm going with Dalton Kincaid, the Bills' top pick here. Um, this is a pretty substantial investment. Pick 25 and a fourth-round pick to go get him. That's what they gave up for Stefan Diggs, Kyle. I'm expecting Dalton Kincaid to very quickly become the number two option in this passing game, and that intrigues me because I think he's a more complete player than the current number two option in Gabriel Davis, what he can bring to the middle of the field, diversify their personnel packages, the hands, the ball skills. I'm excited about how this offense can evolve. I think Dalton Kincaid is at the center of that. For me, it's also Dalton Kincaid. Uh, when when your brain trust uses phrases like this is Cole Beasley in a tight end's body, and you, you think about if they have that kind of vision for him and allowing him to play in the slot and play in space, this is a really good skill set to be able to do that. And I think the stress that you could put personnel-wise on opposing teams uh, I think is really fascinating. I don't think it's a coincidence that you see the uh, New England Patriots continue to to invest in these freakish hybrid defender types and the Dolphins get another corner in the draft that would potentially allow them to move Jalen Ramsey around. Uh, I think the Dalton Kincaid domino has the potential to really test and strain the rest of the AFC East as those teams try to hunt the Bills down. So having an extra layer there is a win in my mind. So I think that's that's a good pick for the Bills. Carolina Panthers, three selections, 139 and 80. Quarterback Bryce Young, Alabama. Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver, Mississippi, and DJ Johnson, pass rusher from Oregon. I'm going to go with Jonathan Mingo here, number 39, wide receiver, Ole Miss, height, weight, speed guy. I think there's some untapped potential here. I like the idea of what Frank Wright can do with him in this offense with some of the veterans that they already have in place. Uh, Big body guy for Bryce Young to kind of move forward with, right? They're coming in together, both top 40 picks. Um, I I think that can really jumpstart this passing offense in ways that it's needed. I would agree with you on Mingo uh, just from a run after catch perspective and, and getting playmakers around Bryce Young. I think that's the one thing when you think about Chark as a vertical receiver and Thielen as an aging player in the pass catching room. They obviously gave up DJ Moore as a part of the trade to go get Bryce Young. So having guys who can make the plays with the ball in their hands, I think will be complimentary for Bryce Young, who has these point guard tendencies about him as a passer. Uh, I think that's a good mesh and a good follow-up to the Bryce Young selection. Joe, uh, the Chicago Bears, four picks, heavy defense, heavy trenches. We got three on defense and three in the trenches. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle at 10, traded back, picked up an extra, I believe, four to get that done in 2024. Uh, Gervon Dexter, defensive tackle at 53. Tyreek Stevenson, corner from Miami at 56. And then Zach Pickens, defensive tackle from South Carolina at 64. I'm going to go with Darnold right here at number 10, and the reason why is because I think the run game that Chicago is building is math-changing, right? We talk about math-changers on this podcast. The way that they're going to present physical run blockers with talented runners behind it is going to really open up the passing game, and I think Darnell Wright really accentuates that component of their offense and allowing DJ Moore and these Darnell Mooney, these other pass catchers that they have to have more space to work with because teams are really concerned about the run. I think this really puts a cherry on top for what this offense wants to be. Joe, I think you made the right decision. Oh, what the best pick was. Uh, we have the Cincinnati Bengals next, but before we get there. Yeah, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk all about this mobile game app, and if you've 
ever thought you'd make a good GM. Maybe you're watching this draft. You're saying, I want to do it. Well, you can now with uh, Ultimate Football GM. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory by trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms. You got to deal with free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, all the ups and downs of a season, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely playable offline, on the go, as you want, and when you want to. So when you're in that airplane up 30,000 feet above, you know what you can do? Joe knows. You can play some ultimate ultimate football GM. GM. In fact, here's another cool thing. Locked on NFL scouting listeners. You get a 100% free boost to your franchise when using promo code locked on in all capitals in the game store. That's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate football GM start your dynasty today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Cincinnati Bengals are our next team. And they did the thing early on where they stayed ahead of potential transactions for future years, but some really good football players. Miles Murphy, defensive end from Clemson at 28. DJ Turner, corner from Michigan at 60. And then safety, Jordan Battle, a little bit more of a needs pick for them. At pick number 95. I'm going DJ, Tur- DJ Turner here. Pick 60, corner out of Michigan. Um, I mean, Chidobia Wuzier coming off of an injury. I think this is a nice hedge for that, but also getting ahead of his expiring contract and potentially having Turner and Cam Taylor Britt as your corners moving forward. Both guys on rookie deals. Day two rookie deals. You can have a lot of value there to have starters on low-cost deals at premium positions and really allow you to fill out this roster around Joe Burrow. Well, please regard me, but I'm going to pick Miles Murphy. Uh, Pick number 28. Heavy-handed, physical, dense. He checks the boxes for what Cincinnati has gone after, but I think there is so much untapped potential here for him to play alongside and potentially behind Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard this year. I think there's a lot of growth opportunity for Sam Hubbard and at a premium position with the physical skills that he has getting that at 28, I, I think was great value in the first round. We got two third round selections for the Cleveland Browns. So this one will be quick. Wide receiver Cedric Tillman, Tennessee. And Siaki Ika, defensive tackle Baylor with picks 74 and 98. Sign me up for Cedric Tillman here. Tillman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude. Last year wasn't the season that he wanted due to that ankle injury, but the year before, I mean, there was some talk about him first round, top 50 talent, and he goes 74, gives him a big-bodied receiver to go with Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore competing with Donovan Peoples-Jones for that other spot. And um, I think he's the type of receiver that Deshaun Watson's had a lot of success throwing the football to throughout his career. And so nice building block for this offense. Yeah, the the stature there and the physicality, and I think a little bit more dynamic skill set than what they have in David Bell. 
uh, who w- we liked last year yeah. as a player who came in and got some snaps. And uh, I, I think it's a, just a little bit more of a dynamic athletic profile than both Peoples Jones and David Bell. Yep, and fair I enough. think that, that that is a nice potential addition to that group. Uh, the Cowboys, three selections, 26, 58, and 90. Defensive tackle, Mozzie Smith. Yes. Tight end, Luke Schoomaker. And DeMarvin Overshone. So they stayed in, in Michigan twice, and I think we're both probably going to read this as Mozzie Smith. Right? Mozzie Smith, let's go. One of my yeah. favorite picks yet in this draft, man. They've needed a defensive tackle like this, a big-body dude, but – don't confuse Mozzie Smith as this slug in the middle of the defense. It's just going to eat space. I mean, this is one of the most dynamic physical talents in this class. Super powerful, controls the line of scrimmage, but I think he's got untapped potential as a rusher, especially in this defense and some of the complimentary pieces around him. I think Mozzie Smith's a, a phenomenal pick, one of my favorites so far in the entire draft. I think Mozzie Smith is the absolute correct answer. How about the Broncos? They didn't pick till 63. They picked 63, 67, and 83. Marvin Mims, wide receiver, Oklahoma. Drew Sanders, linebacker, Arkansas. And Riley Moss, cornerback, Iowa. I have a feeling based on your impressions of Drew Sanders and a potential fit for the Bills and what that Denver Broncos linebacker core looked like with Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton, that your choice is Drew Sanders. It's my choice. How about you? Marvin Mims, baby. You know I love Marvin oh. Mims, man. He's one of my favorite players. I have a top five receiver, receiver in this class. Wide receiver getting ahead of needs. I mean, Tim Patrick, can we really count on anything there? Jerry Judy, they is he part of the long-term plans? Portland Sutton, can he stay healthy? Can he separate? No, we got a, a very complete player in here, Marvin Mims. Reminds me a lot of Emmanuel Sanders, a player that was great for the Broncos and had a, a little bit of experience with Sean Payton. So give me Marvin Mims. That's true, Sanders. Mims. Dy- dynamic. Hybrid ability paired with Baron Browning as, as hybrid linebacker types who can play on the edge. Uh, give me Drew Sanders. It, it, there's a lot more athleticism than the other two guys that they have there in that group. Um, Detroit Lions, good luck. We have Jameer Gibbs at 12, Jack Campbell at 18, Sam Laporte at 34, Brian Branch at 45, Hendon Hooker at 68, and Broderick Martin at 96. I know who the best value pick is here, but who's your favorite pick overall? I think it is the, oh man, I could talk myself into like four of these picks. Correct. Our <laughs> Lions have done it again. They're filling in this roster, man, with really like nice fits. Um, You got to go with the value of Brian Branch at 45. I mean, just he's got top 15 tape, right? I mean, there's no question about it. Maybe he didn't test athletically like you want him to, but in a versatile role in this defensive backfield, getting a chance to um be part of, They've used a lot of versatility with these guys that can play safety and in, in some in the slot. I think Branch can really be a, a pillar of that defense for years to come. Yeah, Branch isn't necessarily the most pressing player in year one for Detroit, but him getting to learn from Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is, is a home run opportunity, and I think that that's really going to be uh, an exciting player to watch develop uh, for a team that is looking to take the next step. And, man, it feels like they got a lot of, a lot of ammunition. You know, if these guys – are able to hit the ground running literally and figuratively as far as transitioning to the NFL level with any level of productivity, Detroit just got a huge boost. And you totally expect that with six top 100 selections. And that that's what they came out of here with. And a lot of really good football players, especially those first four, um, four good football players for the green Bay Packers as well. Lucas Van Ness, defensive lineman, Iowa at 1342 was Luke Musgrave tight end, Oregon state, 
50 was Jaden Reed, wide receiver, Michigan State, and 78 was Tucker Craft, tight end, South Dakota State. I'm going with Tucker Craft. I had him higher graded than Luke Musgrave, Musgrave and, yeah, and they took too. him at 42. Uh, Tucker Craft, man, I, I think he has the makings of a very complete NFL tight end. I think kind of tapping into some more technique, right? Because I think he just dominated with physical traits at South Dakota State. So, like, there's some refinement needed here. But his ceiling as a pass catcher is really intriguing to me. I mean, he he was a man amongst boys out there at South Dakota State. And I think he's got a ton of potential at the next level. Um, and some really intriguing complementary skill sets here with Musgrave and, and the guy who I think can win vertically. But Kraft's my favorite pick. Kraft for me as well. Uh, I would give a shout out to Jaden Reed, who's a player who made a big impact on everybody at the Senior Bowl. Played in a bad offense at Michigan State. Uh, it was difficult for him to be super productive, uh, especially last year. But I, I think he gives you enough difference. Would would you think it would be fair to say that he is a blend of the different kinds of styles of receivers that they currently have on the roster? Yes, but a little, maybe... bit, a little bit more well-rounded yeah, skill set, right? Less specialized player. Yeah. And special teams value, which I know we're not drafting at 50 for special teams, but he's going to take kicks and punts if you want him to, and he'll be really good at it. So uh, it's a special shout out, but I I would agree with you with Tucker Kraft, but I feel bored sitting here echoing all your sentiments unless we're talking about the, uh, the Denver Broncos. I think that's the only one we've disagreed on to this point in time. Uh, Houston Texans are our next team picked two and three, and then waited 59 picks Uh, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, and then Juice Scruggs at center, and then they traded up for Tank Dell, the wide receiver from Houston. It's got to be C.J. Stroud, QB1 with the second pick. And we all this talk about how they won that game late. Lovey Smith, you know, strong-armed them from the number one pick. They get the player they should have drafted at one and two. I think there's no harm there. I will give a special shout-out here to Will Anderson as well, just a player that, that – you felt like some within the front office probably wanted at two and you couldn't make a decision. So you said, Hey, it's like the little, the, the girl, the meme, why not both? Well, I want Will Anderson. Well, I want CJ Stroud. Why not both? They, right. they go up, they get it done. Right. I, I think that and, and not costing themselves a future first round pick. Now they gave up their own first round pick for 2024, but that's a story for another day. Uh, potentially the best defensive player in this class. Nice centerpiece for D'Amico Ryan's. I, I think that's good work for uh, the Houston Texans. Joe, you know what else is good work? <laughs> you know what the secret sauce of the Lockdown Joe NFL Marino Scouting is. podcast is the Bilt Bars. You know I don't get on here without eating a Bilt Bar first. Had a cookie dough bar this morning. And look, Bilt Bars are the best tasting protein bars on the planet. They're absolutely delicious, and they're absolutely healthy for you. They thread the needle there at Bilt between healthy and delicious. They're delicious because they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in amazing flavors like cookie dough like brownie batter like coconut almond like churro they got so many great flavors that taste so good it's like you're eating a candy bar but it's good for you they're low sugar they're low calorie they're high in protein you gotta love these macros and look you want to try them out head on over to built.com order a box use our promo code lockdown 15 you'll get 15 off your next order but also you can get a box off the shelf at your local walmart or sam's club so check them out see what all the hype is about we really love this product. I got a pantry full of built bars. You should too. Check them out. You'll thank us later. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Joe, we're at 21 minutes. Yep. We're through 13 teams, a little less than halfway. This is the gauntlet I'm throwing down. We have a shot clock now. You get twenty seconds. Don't read. Don't read the players. Just say the team, and we'll get, we'll do the picks. I'll I, I won't name the picks, and I won't name the schools. I'm just going to give you the names. All right. Indianapolis Colts. Anthony Richardson. Juju Brents. Josh Downs. I got to go with Anthony Richardson here. I always thought this was his best landing spot. Garner Minshew in place to be the bridge. Shane Steichen can maximize this physical talent. Good rushing offense in place. I love Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Juju Brents for me. Uh, corner, big-time need for them. I think Richardson, while a, a really good value, um, there's going to be some developmental time and some patience there where I do think Brents can step in and be an immediate impact player and a quality starter for the Colts sooner rather than later. So getting that at 44 at such a dire position of need, I think it's a job well done, so I'll go with Brents. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Anton Harrison, Brenton Strange, and Tank Bigsby. Brenton Strange is the pick for me here. Uh, Dougie P, 12 personnel. They got Evan Ingram. Now you got Brenton Strange to compliment him. I think he can maximize this player, diversify the offense. They got great wide receiver talent, exciting young backfield. Now the tight end position is also solidified in Jacksonville. I'm going to go Anton Harrison. Are, are we sure that the Jaguars didn't get a better left tackle? Oh, I'm just going to ask. I'm just asking the question. A really different tackle. I mean, I couldn't think of a polar opposite skill set, but. Okay, well, and think about Jacksonville with Trevor and ETN and they just twelve paid, person. They just paid Cam, man. Last off, I know they paid Cam. Well, I hope Cam's got the little positional versatility, and Cam ain't going to be getting all those paychecks this year. We'll say mm-hmm. that. So, <laughs> I think Anton Harrison is a really good value at twenty-seven when you expected that he would have been going in the top twenty with the way the offensive tackle uh, run happened for them. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs: Felix Uzoma, Rasheed Rice, Wanya Morris. I'm going Wanya Morris, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma. They've had such a, a good history of hitting on these mid-round draft picks, right? I mean, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith. They've scouted very well at the position, uh, even what they've been able to get out of Andrew Wiley. And I think Wanya Morris, high tools player, a little rough around the edges, but I, I trust Kansas City to, to develop him, and they could have their starting right tackle here as a third-round pick. And I'm going with Felix Uzoma. Uh, I think adding that skill set – to what they have in the pass rush room with the snaps that have freed up this offseason. Really nice blend. He's not the biggest edge rusher, but they have plenty of size guys. So, so now getting somebody who's who's really explosive, I think, is a nice add for Kansas City and gives them a little different flavor to their pass rush room on the outside. So I like that for them quite a bit. The Raiders, who, by the way, Joe, have traded up to the second pick in today's round. Uh, the Saints already moving up to the first spot. So uh, Raiders, Dewan Jones, assuming it's not the Saints. We'll see. Probably. Uh, the Raiders to this point, Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer, Byron Young, the Alabama version, and Trey Tucker. I'm going Tyree Wilson, Kyle, at number really? seven. Yeah, I I like him a ton. And I have Will Anderson above Tyree Wilson, but I didn't think the gap was that big. 
impact player. I mean, leaning into this edge rush, Chandler Jones wasn't that good for them. I think he has a chance to be an absolute star. This is Mayer. This is Michael Mayer. Consensus first-round player, Michael Mayer, who fell to 35 and you traded up to get him and it only cost you 141 and you still have uh, 101. Now it's 102. You had 144, 174, 204, 214, 220, 230. You had all these day three picks and it cost you 141 to come up and get Michael Mayer when you lost Darren Waller and you lost, um, why am I blanking on the name? Foster Moreau and the tight end room this show, this offseason. Getting Michael Mayer at that juncture of the draft for that cost, I think, is a great fit and a great need for the Raiders that's checked. The Chargers, Quentin Johnston, Tuli Tiupolotu, Diane Henley. I'm going Diane Henley here at 85. Um, they've kind of had some turnover here at this linebacker position. I think that uh, Brandon Staley can maximize this player. Good coverage profile, extremely athletic. Nice opportunity for him to come in with some real star power to this Chargers defense, find a role, and maybe be an impact player for them. Yeah, the, the departure of linebacker there and Henley stepping into that role for Drew Tranquil, I think is a one-for-one one that has a very clear role and opportunity. Joe, the Eagles just traded up to the third pick in wow, okay. today's fourth round. So uh, the, the, the trades are coming here as we're getting ready to open for business here on Saturday. I agree with you, Dion Henley. Uh, the L.A. Rams... Steve Avila, Byron Young, the Tennessee version, and Kobe Turner. We kept it in the trenches for the Rams. I think that's a good thing. Man, I could I could make a case for Avila or Young. I'll go with it's Avila. It's Avila. I'll go with Bar- Byron Young just to be different than Kyle. Um, okay. cool. Burst, bend, flexibility off the edge. They need it, man. They need some rush. And Byron Young's a high character guy that'll come in and and potentially be a, a an impact player for them. We'll see. How many UDFA non-roster caliber offensive guards did we have to watch take snaps for the Rams last year? Steve Avila, put an end to it, brother. Lock that spot down. Don't give it up. I'm rooting for it to happen. Love that for them. Uh, The Dolphins, two picks. Uh, Cam Smith, cornerback, South Carolina. Devin A-Chain, running back, Texas A&M. I like both these picks. If you can take away the concern of offensive line and tight end, I think you can appreciate what they did with these selections. I'll lean into Cam Smith, who I I love. He's one of my he, he's my guy at corner this year. Uh, I think he's got a very versatile skill set that is going to enable them to be more matchup specific with Jalen Ramsey, maybe Xavier Howard. And so I like the domino effect to the defense. I like the skill set. I think he's going to be a good starter. I can go with either pick. I'll go Cam Smith. Yeah, I think Cam Smith has a pathway to more snaps. So I'm going to say him. You know, you you have Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson in the running back room. A-Chain's really not a, a player who you feel good about in protection on third down. So if he's out there, he's going to be out running routes. I just think that kind of limits opportunities early on for, for him. Um, whereas Cam Smith, I, I think there's a catalyst where if you were to say, hey, let's get the best five DBs on the field to play nickel for Miami, it's probably four corners and Javon Holland. And Jalen Ramsey is a, a flexible player and Cater Kohu is a slot-capable player and Cam Smith's a slot-capable player. So um, – They've got a potential to do some really interesting stuff with the corners that they have in Jalen Ramsey's uh, physical ability. But I agree with you. It's it's hard to overlook the offensive line and tight end uh, blockades, especially with the way the, the board fell. But as you kind of think about, especially that Cam Smith pathway, I do think there's a lot of opportunity to be successful. there. And look, I know we don't have time for sidebars, but four by 100 relay team Miami Dolphins win by what? Three seconds against the NFL? Probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, A-Chain 
balked up and ran four three two. So H A Hill Hill Waddle, who's the who's the fourth guy? He Mostert. Oh, he Mostert yeah. was a sprinter it's at Purdue. Game over. It's game over. They yeah. win. They're 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 skilled players. Are I want to see what that position group looks like where those four guys are on the field at the same time. Right? Maybe that's why the Bills are getting these little linebackers. I don't know. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Jordan Addison, Makai Blackman. Jordan Addison, for me, I, I think they needed another guy. I mean, it was Justin Jefferson and then what? Like K.J. Osborne. They needed another answer here at this wide receiver position. And Jordan Addison's a guy that, you know what he does? Get up, He gets open and catches the football with consistency. I like that. Right. Don't shoot the messenger. I know he didn't have a great pre-draft process, but I think I still, I think Jordan Addison's probably still my favorite wide receiver in this class. And you pair him with Justin Jefferson as you're looking to transition your offense and uh, get a little different kind of player than what Adam Thielen is. I think that's yeah. a win for Minnesota. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Although I, I was super vindicated with Makai Blackman that he ended up going on day two. I was super pumped for that because I really fell in love with his tape when I watched him. Uh, New England Patriots, three superhero athletes. And they, they've got four picks scheduled for the fourth round as things currently stand, at least according to the chart that I have up here, uh, which may or may not be accurate because of how often the trades happen yesterday. Christian Gonzalez, Keon White, Marte Mapu. I like all of these picks. Uh, I'll go with Christian Gonzalez at 17. I mean, I thought he was potentially a top 10 pick. They had a big need at corner. They want to run man coverage. They've asked a lot out of Jonathan Jones. I think this takes some relief off of him when you're in a division that has some really talented passing offenses and what you get in Miami, Buffalo, and of course now with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Marte Mapu, uh, if you were to task a team with unlocking the full potential of what he's capable of, it'd be Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And, and Mapu was a player that I was hoping might get to day three for uh, some teams that maybe needed to get more picks on day three to have him in consideration to draft him. But uh, for him to go to New England, super bittersweet because I think he's going to be a darn good football player. You just hate that he's going to Patriots this couple mm. of AFC East guys. Uh, the Saints, Brzee, Foskey, Kendra Miller, three picks. I'm going Brian Brzee here. Uh, the athleticism of this interior defensive line was already really strong for the Saints, and now you get a crazy good athlete here in Brzee. Versatility, when he's healthy, he's got 10-caliber tape. I think this is a very reasonable swing at 29 uh, for a team that's prioritized trenches and you know they're retooling. I agree with you completely. I do think it is uh, Brian Brzee's my favorite pick out of these. The New York Giants uh, were active. They went up and got a couple of these guys. They traded up for two of these three. Deontay Banks, corner. John Michael Schmitz, center. Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver. Another draft where I like all three picks, but I'll go John Michael Schmitz, 57 overall, center out of Minnesota. I think that was a huge issue on their team last year. It's a huge issue right now. They haven't really found answers. I think John Michael Schmitz is a plug-and-play guy that is a high-character player to really be a cornerstone for that offensive line to go with Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas. John Michael Schmitz was one of the highest inflection points on day two of the intersection between a best player available and the dire situation of need that that team had throughout the entire rounds two and three. So for them to make the no-brainer decision and pick him at 57, I think is a home run pick. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. The Jets, just two picks thus far, Will McDonald and Joe Tipman. I'm going Joe Tipman at 43 out of Wisconsin, the center. Um, They've got a challenge here to figure out their best five and where to play them, but there's options, and I think that's a good thing for them. I think Tippin has a high ceiling. I think he's the best interior offensive lineman, or the best center in the class, I should say, um, that has a lot of range as well. So there's a high ceiling there. I like the, I like the potential marriage here. Yeah, I think this potentially kicks Vera Tucker outside based on uh, how good I think the rest of the interior trio can be, plus how much they're paying uh, 
Lakin Tomlinson at left guard. So I think those, those that domino effect will be interesting to fall out, but I think the value of Tippmann at 43 was, was probably better in a vacuum. So I agree with you there. Good luck picking one here, the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Carter, nine. Nolan Smith, 30. Tyler Steen, 65. Sidney Brown, 66. Brother, I, I mean, they get the number one player in the draft at pick nine. They get a top 10 player in my mind at Nolan Smith at pick 30. I I can't be boxed in, Kyle. Um, Just go first round. Let's go yeah. first round. Awesome. Job. And to be different, I'll say Sidney Brown. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think Sidney Brown's tape was that far off of Brian Branch's. Not quite as good of a tackler, but he's a better athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a little bit more range. And you put put him in a safety that's all about weaponizing the safeties and having him run from death with vision and and attack the football. That's th- exactly what he's capable of doing at such a high level. Uh, it, it's a home run. I, I heard he was the red star. He, he had a red. Star, it was a red star prospect for the Eagles this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, every scout in that building apparently gets a chance to. Uh, put a red star next to a player as an ideal fit for them. And I agree wholeheartedly that Sidney Brown, that fit in that Sean Desai Fangio disciple defense. Now, even with Gannon gone, it's great value. Uh, we got to keep the line moving here. Uh, shout out Eric Crocker. I see he's in here. We're coming up with the 49ers yeah, up, here in a couple teams. Uh, Steelers first, another one that's good luck picking. Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, and Darnell Washington. The Philadelphia team, or the, the Pennsylvania teams knocked it out of the park. I man, I could I could make a case for all of these. Um, I am gonna go with Broderick Jones, though. Uh, probably my favorite offensive lineman in this class. They jumped the Jets, if I'm not mistaken, to get him. Yes, yes. I think he's gonna elevate their left tackle spot, which is a pretty big deal when you got a second year quarterback in Kenny Pickett, a lot invested in Najee Harris. A uh, big big addition to that offensive line. Um, that's where I'm going. So obviously they're, they're, the the medicals caused a big slide for Darnell, but if you looked at what my pre-draft opinion was of Darnell Washington versus getting him at 93 and not clinging too hard to my priors without being privy to whatever information the teams have that has them so leery, incredible potential game-changing value. And Chris Carter, when he came on the show on the stream yesterday, said, you know, he would hope the Steelers might pick him at 40, what, they have 49 or 32? Oh, Darnell Washington was invoked there. They got him at 93. You know, if you get one contract out of him at this point, it, the risk is worth the reward. So uh, San Francisco, they had to wait a while. They did move up for Jair Brown, safety from Penn State. They also got Jake Moody, kicker from Michigan, and Cam Latu, tight end from Alabama. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to love one of these three picks. Um, I guess I'll go with Jair Brown, who I think can be their cover three, middle of the field defender. Um, allowing Hufanga to be more of a low player and be versatile with him. There's certainly ball skills with Brown. I, I can see the path there, and I can't pick the kicker or the backup tight end. So, Yeah, I, I think Brown, with his play style, he is an instinctual player. Uh, pairing that with Hufanga is a nice one-two punch. They obviously thought pretty highly of this. They moved up from 102 and gave up 164 and 222 to go up and get it. So... Uh, Jair Brown out of these three, it's obviously tough when you don't pick till 90 or you're not originally scheduled to pick till 99. Uh, Seattle, Tampa, Tennessee, and Washington are last four teams. Seattle had Devin Witherspoon, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Derek Hall, and Zach Charbonnet. I'm going JSN here at pick 20. Uh, top receiver in the class, in my opinion, can really complement DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and give them some exciting personnel for 11 personnel groupings which i don't think they've really had so i love completing this receiving core 
uh, with a player that I think is the best at his position in this draft. Devin Witherspoon, let's get off the schneid here and draft the corner early. Uh, I think that other corner spot was still open for potential upgrade and them not being afraid of drafting that position super high, uh, which is is a bit of a tendency breaker for them. Uh, I think really gives them a complete picture on the back end, which is pretty exciting. Uh, I think he's a great stylistic fit for them as well. So I'll go Devin Witherspoon. The Bucks, Kalijah Kansi, Cody Mock, and Yaya Diaby. There are three selections here. I'll go Cody Mock. Um, probably an interior player. I know you like him at center, maybe a left guard type player, but they needed some reinforcements for this offensive line for them to have a, a chance to, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to pick up the ground and where it left off with with Tom Brady and what he brought, but uh, that offensive line has been depleted, and I, I think they needed to get a player that can start, and they get that in Cody Mock. I agree with you on Cody Mock out of these three picks. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Pete Skaronsky at 11, Will Levis at 33, and Tajay Spears at 81. It's Will Levis for me, man. Um, I know he's rough around the edges, but, I mean, every trait necessary to be an impact starting quarterback – at the next level, I think for Tennessee, not having to trade up from 11 to get the quarterback is really enticing to get him at 33. And look, if he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. But you've got a really nice swing at the bat here to have a successor and potentially upgrade to Ryan Tannehill in time. Yep. Will Levis, it cost you a future three and a handful of spots in the third round. The risk is well worth the reward at that point, with especially with the dynamics of that division and all the other young quarterbacks coming in. Uh, I think I, I agree with you in that regard, which leaves the commanders taking command here as our last team as we get ready to bump off here for our pre-day three stream and show. We will be back at the end of round four for a YouTube live stream, back at the end of round five for a YouTube live stream, six for a YouTube live stream, and a final stream tonight. So at the end of every round, we'll touch base with you guys. But we're wrapping up this show with the commanders, Emmanuel Forbes, Jartavius, Quan Martin, and Ricky Stromberg. There are three selections. I'm going to go with Quan Martin um, at 47, the safety slash slot corner out of Illinois. I feel like Washington has been looking for this answer as their nickel defender. And I think they absolutely get it in Quan Martin, who's got athleticism, coverage instincts. Ball skills are kind of hit or miss, but when they're on, man, he makes some crazy good plays. I think he'll really give them what they're looking for in their nickel groupings. Yeah, really exciting player that really surprised you on tape with how well he runs and how physical he is and how well he can play man coverage and on crossing routes across the middle of the field. It's a little different flavor to that safety room than what they have right now, and that's why I think it's a home run. But that's going to do it for us on the pre-day three show stream of Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. It's your teams every day here on the Locked On Network. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody that bumped on on the live stream on YouTube. Hit subscribe, like the video, make sure you get the notifications when we go live. It's going to happen a few more times today on Saturday, day three of the 2023 NFL Draft. Special thanks to our friends over at Ultimate Football GM for their continued support of our NFL Draft coverage in 2023 as well. Y'all enjoy the show for day three. We'll be back at the end of the fourth round, beginning of fifth round, to talk about the things as they are unfolding. Talk to you then. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.